Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. I am your host, Sam Randazzo, and I am joined today. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Again, I am your host, Sam Randazzo, and I am joined today by my two rather grumpy co-hosts. To my right, it is the one and only Uncle Sam. Salute. And behind the computer, just slobbing on his own knob, it is Bruce, the tugboat, Vinditty. What's up? It is one of the most important days of the NFL year. The trade deadline. Insert music here. Anyways, uh, happy Halloween to everyone. Belated Halloween. Uh, we were going to have a special Halloween episode yesterday, but we decided that rather than do that, we would come to you guys today at the trade deadline. And let me tell you, the rumors are swirling. The trades They're are happening. All over the place. Uh, I got... I got Twitter up here, so I have the absolute, you know, Twitter knows before most of the teams do, probably. Uh, I got Jerry Judy trending, Jared Goff trending. I mean, uh, hold on. There was just another one I saw. There's a lot of action. Supposedly, Odell Beckham, we're going to get a decision on today. Uh, the Packers are shopping A.J. Dillon, and we are about an hour and 15 minutes away from the trade deadline, so you guys will pretty much be with us the entire time. Uh, Brendan Cooks. Supposedly, there's just teams all trying to get Brendan Cooks from the Texans. But let's start off by what we know so far before we get into this weekend's recap. So biggest news of the day, not only for Detroiters, but for the NFL, I would say thus far. The Lions traded away TJ Hawkinson in division. In division, so he can come burn them twice a year. <laughs> to the Minnesota Vikings. So the terms of the deal were Hawkinson, a fourth and a comp compensatory fifth in exchange for Minnesota's next year's second and 2024's third. That's a big deal. Obviously, if you had to sum up TJ Hawkinson's time in Detroit, how would you do so? How would I do it? Yeah. Uh, average at best. At best. Um, I would I would say average at best as well. Slightly disappointing. I, I don't think is he a weapon in a passing game? Okay. I'm gonna give you that if you look to him. But he can't block for shit. And that's what he was known for coming out of college. He was supposed to be this great blocker. I I've never seen it here. So I, I'm not upset about the pick, to be honest with you. I don't like giving Minnesota more weapons, but is what it, it is. is. What it is. Uh, and they got it. And you got a, a two and a three for them. I'm good with that. You hear it right good now. I'm gonna say this. <laughs> Cousins will make him look like Travis Kelsey. I agree with well, Bruce. That's if he can beat out. Earth and your Smith average Smith can go right Earth up your ass. IR today with a broken ankle. Oh, and I guarantee well, there you. There you go. Now we know why they traded him. Exactly. If you don't like him, I don't know why. Uh, it's probably because Jared Goff had two seasons with him and Stafford had one season, I'm pretty right, one season with him. I'm pretty sure. So he didn't have oh, two. He, he two. didn't he didn't two. have Stafford that many had two seasons. He didn't have that many options. So, you know, a good quarterback will actually use him. You'll you'll see. So Hawkinson, the eighth overall pick in They just better hope to God he ain't blocking for Delvin Cook, because if that's the case, he's he's gonna get killed. Hawkinson was the eighth overall pick in the twenty nineteen NFL draft. Overrated. Um, and I, I still, to this day, will stand by the fact that that was simply too high Should for him. Should have took Ed Oliver. 
when you're taking a tight end that high, you expect them to be the next Travis Kelsey, the next Mark right, Andrews. exactly. And I think that Detroit did at the time think that he had that potential. Obviously, he, was he good? You mean yeah, Matt, he was Matt a good Patricia. tight end. Huh? Matt Patricia thought he did. Matt Patricia did. Yeah. Uh, and he Shit had box. some fabulous games in Detroit. Even this season, he had a 180-yard receiving day. Um, I like this deal for the Lions. The Lions have one win. I don't see too many more in the future for them this year. No. The compensation that they got, a second and a third, I don't think you were going to get anything more than that. Minnesota, obviously, looking like they're going to be a playoff team. They lost their starting tight end. It made perfect sense. Um, I, I, I like what they got back for him, too. I was talking to Uncle Sam about this yesterday when the rumors were swirling about him, and he said he didn't think they'd get more than a third. So the fact that they got a second and a third for I'm him. Ha- I'm very happy about I'm, that. I'm very happy about that. Also, next year's contract for Hawkinson is a fully guaranteed one that would have cost the Lions $10 million. And that's off the books. Thank that, God. Correct. That they have now freed up. I have no issues with this trade. The Lions aren't going anywhere this year. They can take that money, invest it in the defense. Obviously, they have enough offensive weapons at this point. I don't think they really need to spend $10 million on a tight end when they have as many holes on the defense as they do, and they got more draft capital to go and improve and some of those. they're fixing their defense as well. Yeah, they, they fired uh, – who's uh, that DB coach they Anthony fired Pleasant. yesterday? Yeah, he's gone. So I, 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 I'm going to say this. Mm. Aubrey Pleasant, I'm sorry. Aubrey Pleasant, yeah. Aubrey Pleasant – I, I don't think he was the weakest link in that staff. I still think their defensive line coach is worse because I, I, I'm i not a fan of his. Not a fan of what they're doing up front there. They're amongst the league. They, they have the least amount of sacks amongst every team in the league. They're right at the bottom. I mean, if you think about they it. They have that... 11 sacks on the fucking year. Mm. Uh, okay. That's terrible. Real this. quick. Seven oh, games, shit. 11 well, sacks. I told you I wanted Kayvon Thibodeau. Did I not? Real, real quick, before we shit. move on from the Lions, uh, supposedly there is a real deal on the, tra- on the table to send Jamal Williams to the Falcons. So we're going to keep an eye on that. We're going to monitor that going forward. Again. What, is it, what does that mean? Huh? Jamal Williams? Trading Jamal Williams to the Falcons. I, that is not a confirmed thing. I am just I, I, as I updates are coming thing, through. That just only... tells me my boy Cordell Patterson's not ready to come back. <laughs> no. Uh the second biggest news of the day so far, the Broncos move on from star pass rusher Bradley Chubb. Uh they traded him to Miami, who only has 15 sacks on the year. They wanted to improve in that department. Miami traded their uh first round pick that they got from San Francisco for next year in a fourth along with running back Chase Edmonds in exchange for Bradley Chubb in a fifth. Love this deal for Miami. I love it. I love the deal for Denver, too. At the end of the day, Denver, even though they said they probably weren't going to sell the house, so all this speculation about Jerry Judy getting traded, I I I think might be a little premature. I I will say this about the Chubb deal with him, with the trade for there. They have plenty of guys that can step in. I I really don't think that's going to hurt them. No, I don't think it will either. And – they're getting quality back for him. So Yeah, I mean, let's be real. Chase Edmonds, Mo- Raheem Mozart's the guy in Miami, period. Right. So they're not utilizing Chase Edmonds. Obviously, with Javante Williams out, Melvin Gordon's fumble issues, and Mike Boone not doing shit. Well, he's Chase, too. Yeah, yeah. Chase Edmonds is a good serviceable, guy. serviceable fill in there. Obviously, any first-round pick you get is great, even though I think it's going to be late because it's from San Francisco. Right. 
Who cares? You can probably get, I won't say Bradley Chubb talent, but close to it with that pick. I'm I'm good with that. Yeah. I'm good with that. Well, they need they need obviously they need help with the pass rush there. Well, Miami the guys, definitely. The guys that the Miami has drafted, uh, Phillips and and who was the other one? Rosenau? No, Rosenau's in Buffalo. He's in Buffalo. Uh, Phillips is in Miami, and he hasn't been. He was supposed to be the guy, and he hasn't produced. Um, so, I get it. Obviously, oh, I forgot to talk about this one yesterday. Uh, the Bears traded Roquan Smith to the Baltimore Ravens in exchange for linebacker A.J. Klein and some draft picks. That one. It's real simple. <laughs> they haven't had a middle linebacker since Raylo was retired. And they got their and, middle and I'm not no. saying nothing about Patrick Wayne because I think he's played very well, but he's just not that dominant force that he needed to be. I mean, it's kind of hard to argue that he's not the best inside linebacker in the league at the moment. He probably is. Yeah. So uh, Warner, the kid from uh, San Francisco, they're right there neck and neck. I mean, it's I I, I would have to agree with you there. Um, As Bobby Wagner, shut up, you know, uh, Bobby Wagner's long in the tooth, but he's still one of the top guys in the league. uh, So, yeah. And then the the Bears received just he's young. The Bears received Baltimore second and their fifth for that. So. Again, I think, honest to God, Baltimore got a pretty good deal there. Um, the only thing I is... I think the Bears got a pretty good deal there. A second and a fifth? A well, yeah, because Smith was probably not going to stay there after No, he year. was unhappy, and he would have been gone, so... Correct. Um, I'll say, yeah, instead of getting the third that they would have gotten compensation for him, they ended up with a second and a fifth. So, right. um, God bless him. I think that was a good deal for both sides as well. Uh, Tyreek Hill just tweeted in regards to the Bradley Chubb trade. Am I reading this right? And I just saw people it. are coming underneath saying that Miami is now a Super Bowl contender with the addition of Chubb. Um, the Dolphins are also working out a long-term deal with him to lock him up for four to five more years. So it looks like he will be staying there. Um, he retire there, it looks like. Yeah. Uh, the Pittsburgh. Just, just, for, just for shits and giggles. Yeah. Next year, the Lions have two number one picks, two number twos, two number threes. Defense, 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 defense. <laughs> That's bad. So they have they have six picks in the first three rounds. Yeah, so they have six of the first hmm. hundred picks at least. Let's all get excited. Correct. Everyone in Detroit get really excited because yeah. you know what we're gonna do? <laughs> Shit the bed again, baby. <laughs> Year after year after year after year after year. It's a rebuild. It's a rebuild. It's a rebuild. It's a rebuild. Fuck you. Well, we're going to get into that Miami game next because Bruce was there. Are you all right over there? No, I'm not. What's wrong? Not all right. The autism setting in? Right <laughs> you want to talk? Or? It is. Do you want okay. to talk about? You want to talk about your experience at Ford Field this weekend? Now, the only takeaway I have from that game is holy fucking shit, Tyreek Hill is fast. Yeah. <laughs> holy fuck. So Jalen I would. Bl- no, so dude. Jalen Watt. I would blink, and this dude would already be downfield, yeah. sitting there yeah. in a pocket with three guys around him, and still catch the ball. But that was my only takeaway. Well, that was also, your only takeaway. You, you you realize that they had three guys on the Olympic team, and Waddle's one of them. Well, yes, I know, yeah. I know. Waddle's a good, but I'm telling you, I I, I Jalen Waddle. I feel like I have seen him play because I. 
you know, Mo- Kansas you know, City. Mozart, you but... know, Mozart was on an Olympic team, too. And Mozart did for not running. have a game. Wow. These guys are stupid fast, dude. Mm-hmm. All of them are. Real quick, uh, some stat lines from the Lions-Dolphins game. Tua, 29 for 36, 382 yards. Uh, three touchdowns, no picks. He was sacked I twice. did notice something about that game. Tua wasn't three to four steps in his drop and was already gunning the ball out. Yeah, he's getting gunning the quick. ball out. So they didn't really give, you know, the, the philaler. Yeah. You know. Raheem Mozart had a decent day, I would say. 14 rushes, 64 yards. He averaged four and a half yards per carry. Uh, Tyreek Hill, 12 receptions and 14 targets, 188 yards. Jalen Waddle, eight receptions and nine targets, 106 yards, and added on two touchdowns. Kasiki was three for 38 with a touchdown as well. So a typical Miami performance there. Now, the Lions. Oh, here it is. They were in it. Hold on. And the third, this coming out of the half kind of set the fucking tone. You get the ball. Miami goes downfield. They score. The Lions get the ball back, okay? Here it, it is. 21 7. First, first, at this point, at this point, they're up front. Yeah. They're up front. 21 7. You come out. Offsides, fucking Penny Soul. Holding Penny Soul. No, Taylor Decker. No, it was Penny Soul. Taylor Decker. Penny Soul had two. Decker had one. Decker had so yeah. First and every thirty. First and thirty from your own end <laughs> at your fifteen yard line. You were fucking done. You're fucking done, done. And then somebody made the call on this show fucking last week with. Uh, our, our little running back that we have who caught five fucking passes and he got lucky he scored a fucking touchdown. Otherwise, he'd have been putrid too and we didn't see him for the fucking rest of the game. Why is this guy even playing? Why is Swift playing? If he's hurt, sit this kid. Give these young guys a chance to play. I'm so sick of Dan Campbell with his bullshit. I will. I will. This is what it's like being a Lions fan. I wake up. I'm not excited to go to the game. I know we're gonna. I know we're gonna lose. I know the Lions are gonna lose. You know, you get down there, you get downtown, you start tailgating. Everyone around you, oh, we're gonna lose. We're gonna lose. Some people, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Then you get into the game. I sit down at the stance. I go, watch this. It's gonna be twenty-one to zero by half. They're gonna come out after half and they're gonna shit the fucking bed. Even though it was twenty-one to seven. They did exactly that. They, they shit 20, the bed after listen, half. They at least but scored fucking is, touchdowns, You dude. get to the game. You're sitting there. You see what's going on in the first half. You get all excited. You're like, holy shit. Are we actually about to pull this out of our ass? Is it no? They will do that. No. Listen to me. No. They before just this, Before this season is over, Got the Detroit Lions will Got win games that they have no business winning. Hold on. I guarantee you that. We have a trade. Uh, so somehow in a matter of, let me see. In a matter of 14 minutes, Miami has replaced Chase Edmonds, and they have just received running back Jeff Wilson from the San Francisco 49ers compensation to be announced. So, Well, we know why that is. Well, because Christian McCaffrey's in San Francisco. So they really don't need Jeff Wilson. I'm not going to lie to you. I love, if you watch how both of them play, and you take Raheem Mozart and Jeff Wilson – and make they those two, each other that is very a well. very, very, very nice running back tandem for the Miami Dolphins. Well, here's the thing. Outside Mosert, they don't have anybody else that can run in between the tackles. No, they really don't. They, they and really now don't. they do. Um, 
jumping back real quick for the Lions, Jared Goff. Uh, he had 27 completions on 37 attempts, 321 yards, a touchdown, no picks, and was sacked. Jamal Williams, 10 for 53 with two tuds. DeAndre Swift, five rushes for six yards. Yeah. You could tell he was hurt. Uh, Hawkinson was the team's leading receiver who was no longer there. Three you said, receptions you for called 80. it. He's going to come in. He's going to play five fucking plays and be out again. L- literally, and that's exactly what happened. Literally, if yes. I know I said that in the last episode, go back and clip that. Yes, you and I that. also yep. said this. Weeks prior, that when you have Amon Ross St. Brown and DeAndre Swift in the game, you score points. Even though Swift didn't do much, you score points. What? They did. They scored fucking points. I, I'm just going to say this. Listen, Jamal Williams is the lead back on this team. Period. Oh, well, shit. And- He's the lead back on this team. Is he as elusive and as exciting as Swift? He no. Can't no. Hit the hole but you like know what? Swift he runs a lot hole. fucking harder. And he produces, and I would take that over cute any day of the Well, he's week. built a little bit better. I mean, Swift, an animal, Swift can throw a whole defense to the opposite side of him, though. Dude, is there anybody as I, – I don't want to go into this right now, but is there anybody as a, much of a man as Nick Chubb? Nick Chubb is absolutely ridiculous. Um, well, he's going to be even – He's even going to be more ridiculous. Uh, it looks like this is not confirmed yet, but it looks like the Eagles are trading for Kareem Hunt. Yep. Uh, and we just had one more come through. Nice the Falcons have traded wide receiver Calvin Ridley to the Jaguars. So obviously Ridley is suspended for the entire season. So this is this doesn't really matter for next year. Um, but this they, is really going to help. A young quarterback having a guy of his caliber. The compensation is a 2023 fifth rounder and a 2024 second rounder. Wow. For a first round pick. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. For Calvin yeah. Ridley. So Calvin Ridley now a Jaguar. Obviously, we will not see him play this year. Um, but that's, that's you know what? That's a deal that I love. Because Unless he gets reinstated, you don't know. He probably won't get reinstated this year. I don't think he will either. But, we'll but I, I love that. Because that's the Jaguars saying, you know what? Hey, it ain't going to happen this year, man. Yeah, they know. But let's they add know. another piece for yeah. next year. Let's just start adding pieces add for weapon. next year. Yep. And I'm good with that all day I long. I am too. Um, real quick, I want to jump back to this game, and then we'll move on from it. The, the Lions, this is the problem. And I'm not going to blame Jared Goff. I'm not going to blame DeAndre Swift. I'm not going to blame... The defense even right now. I'm going to blame completely wholeheartedly now. This is a coaching staff issue. This is a, you you got talent because they can put up points. Your defense, you know you're not talented. But the offense is talented enough to put up points. That's why, I mean, realistically, even though Hawkinson has been more of a vertical impact this year than in years past, it's okay to trade him Not away. Really. I don't think they've targeted him like they should have been. Well, he was to the be leading. honest with you. I, I don't. He's been their leading that. receiver three out of the seven games this year. That's because In one game they scored three zero. Game that Ross St. Brown didn't play. That is well, no, St. Brown played this week. And yeah, but he's, still, he's not himself yet. We know that. But you saw it. You saw it in the game. He was targeted. He was the only target. Who? St. Brown. He was targeted ten times. Next was Josh Reynolds with six. So yes. I'll tell you what. How many targets did uh, both of those have? should have four. been way yeah, higher? Four, tar- four targets. targets. Yeah, he had one big play, but fifty yarder, fifty eight yarder. When yeah. is it gonna? Okay, so the defense you know is not that good, but 
they were actually making stops. Not big stops, but they were making stops on Sunday's game. And yes. putting the offense in position to score and come back. Listen and they could not. The only Where reason, does that blame listen, come they, down they to? They wanted to get more Where physical with them wide receivers. And, and Two was tossing Pleasant the ball up in the air, bro. Correct. He didn't do it. This, this is why he got fired. Yep. Because they, they wanted to jam. And wanted to jam them receivers off the line of scrimmage. Pleasant because you want to know what okay. Pleasant couldn't which get is, it done. Which you want to know they, what they cancer, they're gone. getting rid of it. And this made sense. I would rather, I would rather get a five-yard holding call. Yes. Then I'm, I'm not disagreeing with the decision on Aubrey Pleasant. Okay. You have a cancer, you get rid of it. If they think that's the answer, then they're, they're, they're doing the. There's right more thing. than that. There's more. There's, than there's that. more too. The coaching staff, in a nutshell, is exponentially flawed because. The most important thing that a coaching staff can do is at the half, you go in, you see what's being Make thrown at you, you adjust. They don't do that. Then, Every time they go in at the half, they never come out. It's never adjusted. They lose all momentum that they have. Correct. They come out of the game. They're fired up, ready to go. Bang, 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 bang. If down what? the fucking field, score three fucking touchdowns, come out the next half and not score another fucking point. You know that's coaching. what you're doing. That's coaching. If what you're doing is working. Right. The team you it are is playing well. is going to adjust Correct. to what you're doing. So you need to tinker that and and change it to where you're going to throw them off a little bit. The Lions do not the Lions run the same fucking offense outside of the fact that as soon as they get their back pushed up against the wall like they did with Miami because going into the half it was what 27-17. Yes. 21-7. It was 21-7 at the end of the first time or at, in the middle of the second. At half, I'm pretty sure it was 27-17 at half. I'll double check it real quick. 21-17. No. No, they were up by 10. It was 27-17 at the half. And you know what? They had their back against the wall, and they completely stopped running the football in the second half. Miami come out. Miami comes out. They they drive down the field and fucking score on them. I truly believe that's where Aubrey Pleasant lost his fucking job. Correct. Because they wanted to be physical. They wanted to pop. This This was what I read. Aaron Glenn and Dan Campbell both said the same thing. We would rather jam the piss out of their receivers at the line, pop them, and make them remember that, and hope we throw them off that route a little bit, than try and keep up with those two guys and get burned. If you're going to get burned, get burned right off the fucking rip. And at least lay one on them before you do it. If you get a penalty, you get the fucking penalty. But rather than just let them run rough shot up and down the field over and over. That's what they did for the whole second half. Correct. And it's not going to fucking work. They're too good. got two receivers well over 100. Yeah, Tariq Hill almost had 200 yards receiving, dude. Come Mm -hmm. on. It felt like 500. Come on. It was. It felt like It was a complete fall apart from the Lions again this week. It was. It was. Um, And it's the coaching staff. It's the fucking it's the coaching, coaching staff. staff. I agree. You know what I did see though. And what at every what time point, two or three? At the what ball, point do we say we're done with Dan Campbell? Well, at it ain't going to be this year. They already came out and said they've lost five in a row. They, he's already the guy. He's Listen, the guy. He's the guy. That's, that's, that's the problem right doesn't there. Doesn't matter. Correct. That's the fucking I agree. problem right there. My dad they made need a... to stop fucking saying that. And listen, what if this guy? What if this guy don't win another game all next all this year? You really bring him back? Yeah. You trust him? Do you trust him with all the draft capital we're going to have and all the pieces that you have? Do you trust this guy for another fucking well, draft? That's when Brad Holmes comes into yeah. question. 
That's when no, you I, say I agree. Okay, and I don't have we a problem trust with Brad Holmes. Do we trust Brad Holmes? But is, is Dan know. Campbell we Brad Holmes? We didn't really Holmes draft any talent this year, so you know something. Is, is Dan Campbell Brad Holmes? Any, I believe no. he is. No, because they hired Dan Campbell before they hired Dan. But I think those two have a decent rapport with each other, and I'll tell you this much: if you don't see Jamison Williams this year, if he does not step on the field, that's when you have to bring into question Brad Holmes. Because what you could have done, I get it. The way the off, I think he he misinterpreted how their offense was going to be. Their offense was fucking fine. They did not need Jamison Williams. As nice as it's going to be to add him in, they didn't need him. And if they would have listened to you and your has-been washed-up ass and drafted Jordan fucking Davis, they would at least have somewhat of a run stop. By, and the, that, by the way, he's going to miss the next three games by oh, ankle no. sprain. God, uh, God damn it. God bless it. Um, but that's okay. They just keep adding pieces. Before we move into our next game, the Chicago Bears have traded for Pittsburgh wide receiver Chase Claypool. Uh, it is a second-round pick in exchange for him going from Chicago to Pittsburgh. Um, this is, I think this is that's a big, for the Steelers. big, well, it's not only big for the Steelers. I think with the way Justin Fields and the offense have been playing, give Justin Fields as many weapons as you Correct. can sprinkle on him. That's perfect because you want to know what, if anything, because Claypool has not had that great of a year, if anything, defenses will have to respect him a little bit, and you might catch Darnell Mooney open. You might start to get uh, some yeah, of these, these other these guys, guys won't, won't be struggling to get open. No, no. St. Brown be, and him. Right. And you know what? I, I really like the other St. Brown, Equiminius, or whatever the fuck his name is. I was watching him play in that, that last game. I do, too. Both and I liked him a lot. Uh, but I'll say this. That's a good ad for them. It's a good weapon because you know he's not going to blow up the stat sheet. All right? Let's right. be real here. He's not going to fucking have some out-of-body game. But if you waited till next year and went and got a wide receiver in the second round of the draft, one, he's not going to come in and produce the way Claypool's going to off the rip. And two, he might be adding Claypool with the way the offense has been playing might be the little bit of catalyst they need to pull out another game or two. And I'm not saying they're going to do anything, but at least maybe make Minnesota Minnesota a little nervous, at least a little nervous. Well, you know they're making fucking Green Bay nervous already. Well, Green Bay, I think Green Bay's almost as close to as much of a non-entity as the Lions at this point, but uh, we'll get into that more. That's probably the only game the Lions are going to win. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, we have a little break in the action here as far as the trade front goes. For some reason, I just saw Devontae Adams is trending. I don't even want to click on that. Um, but let's talk about our next game. It was the London game, 9.30 a.m., the Broncos versus the Jaguars. All three of us picked Jacksonville to win this game. We, we all lost. And all three of us but were wrong. But did I not say it would not be a shocker to see the Broncos win that Yeah, game. I mean. Well, I, I, anybody can say that. I agree. I wasn't completely shocked. I I'll say this much. I've I almost thought Jacksonville was going to pull it out there at the end. Um, Russell Wilson. I, uh, oh, God. He still doesn't look at himself yet. It, I mean, this, the passing numbers on this guy. I mean, he's averaging an 83 that's, that's quarterback rating, 60% passing. It's just 
What the fella has ninety-three is going on? What's going on here? I- I'll be honest with you. His best game percentage-wise was against Las Vegas. He threw twenty-five times, had seventeen completions, sixty-eight percent passing. I-, I and now we can all confirm that Vegas is a fucking shit show. Period. But other than that, I mean, this week or uh, this week, sixty percent passing. 53, 53, 68, 60, 45, 60. Awful. It's fucking awful. So I don't know what's going on with Russell Wilson. Again, there's a lot of talk that they're going to move on from Jerry Judy today. They've already moved on from Bradley Chubb. I think they're going to kind of tear this thing down a little bit and maybe get some draft capital, but I'll tell you what, Jerry Judy did not have a bad game. Six receptions, 63 yards, and a touchdown. K.J. Hamler saved the day for him. He had two receptions for 52 yards. One was a 47-yarder, and that was pretty much what put the Broncos over the edge. But the the offensive numbers are not good. They are not good. And you know something? We thought this AFC West, every single team was going to sit there, and it was just going to be an absolute death match. We were wrong. Denver and Vegas are complete non-entities. And somehow, somehow, as piss poor as Denver has been playing – Vegas has found a way to out shit show them. Yes. And we'll and talk about that one next. But real quick, I, I want to talk about. They still have to play each other here real soon. So this should be interesting. I want to talk about Jacksonville because I was really, really disappointed. You have a running back in Travis Etienne who gets 24 rushes for 156 yards and a touchdown. He averaged six and a half yards per carry. Granted, he had 150 yard run. And Trevor Lawrence just sucked right back up into his shell and could not find a way to get the ball to some of these guys. And I get it. Other than Evan Ingram, nobody could get open. Denver's Denver's defense is stout. But Christian Kirk couldn't get open. Zay Jones couldn't get open. All these guys who've had good games this year couldn't find their way out of a paper bag. And realistically, you got rid of James Robinson. He was your only real receiving threat out of the right. backfield because Etienne's not a receiving back. He but is a receiving back. Etienne? Etienne was playing the receiver well, role. He was. Yeah. But he's not. I think James Robinson is a little bit better of a pass he's catcher better than, than him in between the tackles. Um, realistically, it, they, they, that Calvin Ridley I, trade, I just, I, very, I very good I solution for them like next year. As far as Zay Jones being a number one receiver, he's not. He's not. No, so let's Zay be Jones about is not, it. A, not. not a, No. Okay. Christian Kirk was a number two. Actually, Christian Kirk was a number three in Arizona. Well, on So a, they paid him a number one money to come there, and he really hasn't. Well, how do you feel about this now, though? I, <laughs> how do you feel about this now? Trevor Lawrence at quarterback, Travis Etienne at running back. Right. Calvin Ridley is your one. Calvin Ridley Christian is your Kirk one. is your there two. You Zay Jones that's, is your three. That's good. Evan Ingram at tight end. There you go. That's pretty. That's not. That makes sense. Uh, so, again, this year, I think we're at the point they now. kind of wrote it off. We know. We can take, we can cross. See, we're going to start crossing teams off right off. So, the Lions were our first right off. Um, we're going to talk about our second right off. I think we can put a line through Houston now. Yeah, Houston's. Uh, Jacksonville. They're pretty much in trouble. We can put a line through. 
Uh, that was my bad there. These, these were I all the teams that were team. right up in the top last year. Uh, and I think also, and we're going to talk about them next, but Vegas, I think we can put a line through. But Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. You know what? Let's talk about that game because I know we bo- all of us have a lot of thoughts on that. Um, I picked Vegas to win. Not really, except for what? And uh, We I'll, all picked like, Vegas. Wow. <laughs> that was another one. Across the board, we picked them to win. Right. Um, and they went into New Orleans and got... Um, they got utterly... Finger popped by the New Orleans Saints. They got fucking embarrassed. 24 to 0 final score. Um, <laughs> Jarrett Stidham ended up coming into the game because Derek Carr just couldn't fucking do they they couldn't protect him. Anything. They couldn't run the fucking football. They did not look like the same team that I seen a week prior. No. No. So I, I don't know that to me, when you see shit like that, coaching issue. Well, Devontae Adams was targeted five times. He had one reception for three yards. Again, he was battling the flu. Hunter Renfro, non-factor, two targets, one reception, six yards. Uh, Josh Jacobs, 10 rushes, 43 yards, 43 or 4.3 yards. That's not him. That's not what we've seen out of him as of late. Right. Um, But, again, the Mac Hollins just continues to have a little bit of a hot streak, even when the team's down. Seven receptions, 64 yards, he led the team. Uh, as far as New Orleans goes, Andy Dalton's fucking winning them games. Say what you want to say about Dalton. He's Andy being, Dalton is winning them 22 games. 22 of 30 for 229 and two touchdowns. Uh, real quick, we'll finish breaking this one down after a word from our sponsors. 84% of employers agree that offering financial wellness tools can help reduce employee attrition. Is your small business providing enough benefits and financial wellness tools to its employees? Matt Lenhart and his team at Insignia Financial Company want to help you make sure you are doing everything you can to keep your employees financially healthy. Give Matt a call today at 734-744-9607 for a complimentary consultation or retirement plan review to make sure you are putting your best foot forward and keeping your employees first. His name is Matt Lenhart at Insignia Financial Company, and that number again is 734-744-9607. Give Matt a call. Your employees will appreciate it, and he will definitely give you the best consultation he can. Security and investment advisory services offered through Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated, member F-I-N-R-A-S-I-P-C. Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated is separately owned and any other entities or marketing names mentioned here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates. Um, other than that, Alvin Kamara. We got to talk about this, man. He had 18 rushes for 62 yards and a rushing touchdown. Not a great average, only three and a half yards per carry. Didn't matter because he had nine receptions for 96 yards and two touchdowns in the receiving game. That is a three touchdown day and I mean, it, it's it. He's just an absolute fucking man amongst he's boys out focused there. Focused and when he's healthy, focused and in the zone. Devastating, devastating, absolutely devastating. And he truly, truly took over that game and completely blew the doors off of it. Yeah, by himself. Las Vegas' offensive issues. The thing is, we keep saying every week, New Orleans defense isn't that great. New Orleans defense isn't that great. They shut out this team. They shut them out. They held them to 38 yards rushing. My God. And, and they they held a team that was averaging almost 200 yards a game. Derek Carr only had 100 yards. yards passing, 101 yards passing. 
Jared Stidham at 72, so 173 yards passing total. Yeah. And 38 yards rushing. Yeah. It's a bare stat line. That is a bare stat five line. Five of 14 on third downs. That'll tell you right there. Yeah. Uh, there's there's some big You're issues, done. especially with everything Vegas invested. Yeah, I just don't I, I don't understand what's going on there. Um, I don't know. It's uh, it's Al getting... Davis is rolling over in his grave right now. Yeah, it's, because it's he's all... letting his weirdo son Mark Davis run the team. You don't like that haircut? It's a fucking weirdo. Anyway, fuck. Um, moving on from there, like Chucky. <laughs> um. In another game where all three of us picked wrong, the Falcons beat the Panthers in overtime, 37-34. My um, God, I, I, I shit the bet on every – did I have but the Falcons? You got – I mean, the Panthers got something to no. work with at least. I took the Panthers? So uh, uh, so far in the – yeah. this is our fourth game we've talked about. Uh, well, we all took Miami. Yes, yes we did. Yes. Uh, we all took Jacksonville. We lost. We all took Carolina. We lost. And we all took Vegas. We lost. Yeah. So, so don't so listen. So far, to us. one for four. Yeah, across the board, <clears throat> all one for four. Um, but going back to this one, uh, I, you know what? I'm just gonna come out and say it. Devonte, Devonta, or uh, Deonta Foreman. Very, 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 very nice game. 26 rushes, 118 yards, three touchdowns, four and a half yards per carry. And you know what? If you I'm want production, say this about him. This is two weeks in a row. This guy has been an absolute. They are just well, but you know why? Hurt. He gets the touches. They're yes. giving him twenty-five fucking carries a game. That's the key. And I, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I'm going to right now. They took the best run blocking tackle in the draft, Ikiwanu. Yes, they did. Who's having an outstanding rookie rookie season? You know, you know what? He's made an instant impact yeah. for them. Yeah, he did. Um. It just seems like they were in shambles, and now they, they seem like they were more put together. Now they're just like getting rid of. Look shit. at Baker Mayfield, and dude. He they just at, he stunk up the room. Even though they lost, I mean, it's like they're they, they're still working with shit here. Listen, this this quarterback, this this kid has been inspiring. Three hundred and seventeen yards. Uh, I was, that was uh, my outside next point. the stupid fucking penalty that cost them the game. That was my next point. I, I'm actually really impressed with the way P.J. Walker's playing. Because you have to remember, he was... Third string? Fourth? Fourth string? Fourth, because who was the guy they drafted who's hurt? Oh, that's right. He was uh, the fourth string fucking quarterback yeah, on this team. he's the fourth string quarterback. And he came in, uh, 19 completions for 317 yards, a touchdown, yeah, a pick a rookie that got his on IR. Correct. I can't remember who I can't remember his fucking name the, right the now. The kid from Old Miss. Oh, uh... I'm looking at his pasty white face in my head, and I can't remember. Either way, anyway. DJ Moore, six receptions, 152 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Terrence Marshall, he had four receptions, 87 yards. They He spread the ball around well. Chenault had five receptions. Tommy Tremble had a couple of catches. Spread the ball around well. They ran the ball well. It just wasn't enough in the end. Uh, the Falcons, Mariota, I mean – they're winning games. They currently lead the division, mostly because Tampa Bay is fucking awful. But they're four and four. They lead this division. Uh, Mariota, twenty completions, two hundred and fifty-three yards, uh, three touchdowns, two picks, two sacks. Uh, Chase Hundley, sixteen rushes, ninety-one yards. Mariota had six rushes for forty-three yards himself. 
Um, they gave Tyler Algiers the ball 14 times. He only managed 39 yards. So, realistically, that's why when I'm sitting here and I'm Kyle looking. Kyle Pitts. Because Mayor Yoda's running the ball. Five receptions, 80 yards, and a touchdown. Did you play him? Yes. Nicely done. Yes. About time, eh? That's why I won. It only took two months. Yeah. Uh, that's why I'm not going to be surprised if I end up seeing them make a move for some running back here. But I guess we'll see. Um, who were you more impressed with in this game, Atlanta or Carolina? Because both teams. I think, uh, it was Carolina. Because Carolina had the game and they lost it right at the end on, on a penalty. Well, my they kick a 47 yard extra point and missed it. My expectations. They would have won. My expectations for Carolina were so fucking low. That I'm kind of at a point now yeah. where I'm like, we thought they were going to be the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, I thought Adam they'd be Seattle, 32. Who would have Seattle. thought Seattle be where they're at? No, I know. Anyway, um, let's talk about that one next, though. Uh, for the record, I'm not falling asleep here at the wheel. Uh, the Broncos have traded for Jets pass rusher Jacob Martin. Okay. Do you know who that is? Um, Neither do I. Um, but supposedly he is there to fill the void left by Bradley Chubb. Okay. Denver gave up a fourth round, a fourth round for him, and received Jacob Martin and a fifth. Okay. So, if anybody out there is a big Jacob Martin guy, please let us know who that is. Um. And uh, after we talk about this next game, I'll uh, we'll update you on the compensation for. The Calvin Ridley deal because it is a little bit complicated. Um, but let's talk about the Bears Cowboys game next. Uh, so right off the bat, right off the bat, I I'm gonna say this. Obviously, this was not the best game that we have seen from the Bears all year. Um, but more so than that, I think this was really this was Dallas's coming out party. Um, let's be real. Tony Pollard, even though Jerry Jones came out this week and said when Zeke is healthy, he is the guy. Tony Pollard, 14 rushes, 131 yards. He averaged 10 I, yards I, per carry. I, and I truly touchdowns. believe that Tony Pollard has earned the starting job there. I I understand that that Jerry's trying to be loyal to Zeke, but you, you gotta you gotta look at for what it is. He was explosive and unstoppable. Jerry's getting uh, very Ford like, just hanging on to players, just keeping them. Oh. So you can't use them anymore. I I just I I think that Pollard going forward is the better back at this point. Well, yeah, but then what do you do with Ezekiel Elliott? I, I, I don't think. I mean, because you're gonna have a Cam Akers situation where the guy's just not gonna fucking play. Yeah, you know what I mean. So um, that was another name that I heard little. I mean, give 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 Flashes. Ezekiel Elliott yeah. a chance to go somewhere where he can actually win a fucking Super Bowl. He doesn't want him to though. He wants him to win a Super Bowl there. Send Ezekiel Elliott to the Philadelphia Eagles. They don't need him. Um, supposedly we have news coming on a Kareem Hunt trade. Yes. Uh, but with the Eagles. Yeah. Uh, could be the Eagles or. For some reason, I'm seeing on here that the Dolphins are not done. Oh wow. So I guess we'll just wait and now, see. Now, when Kareem Hunt signed with Cleveland. Do you think Detroit should have went after him then? What do you mean? When he was leaving Kansas City and he was kind of ousted on his little deal and he wound up signing with Cleveland, 
you think the Lions should go after no. him? Should have went after him? Because you know who Kareem Hunt reminds me of if he would have came to Detroit? LeGarrette Blunt. Who? LeGarrette Blunt. Okay. LeGarrette Blunt was already well past his prime when he came here in Detroit. And that's exactly what would happen to Kareem Hunt Anyways, if he came here. Kareem Hunt is not past his prime. It's what would have happened. He's still a, just a factor you. in the game, dude. Yeah, with other teams. Not Detroit. Yeah, LeGarrette Blunt won a fucking Super Bowl with fucking Philadelphia. That was his hurrah. That was it. Well, he won one with New England and then went to Philly yeah. the next year and won the second one. He just hopped around. Yeah. Um, He's Vaughn Miller. He you you, Miller. you wouldn't take Kareem Hunt over... Jumping around to Super Bowl teams. Over Swift. But then when he came to Detroit, some fucked up... Reason. You wouldn't take Kareem Hunt over Swift. Me? Over? Yeah, oh, I would take Kareem Hunt over Swift right now. Absolutely. I think having them both would be sick. I, w- I wouldn't want to get rid of Swift, though. Why? Hey. Because, dude, he makes it work. No, you know what? I'm at the point now. I'm at He's the just point not now. healthy. I'm talking, I'm talking He's just with, not healthy. I'm talking you, guys, with you guys wrote off Christian McCaffrey and Saquon all offseason. Who wrote off Christian McCaffrey all offseason? You. You're like, I don't want to take the bite on him. It. I don't want to bite on him yet because he could get hurt. So I don't well, know where I, they're going to be. We were, when we were picking in the draft, who, who amongst us said that they would take fucking McCaffrey with the first pick regardless? Where do I have him here if I wrote him off? At five. Yeah, below Jonathan Taylor, Derrick Henry, Najee Harris, and Austin Eckler. So you want to talk about a miss? You want to know what my miss was as far as running backs go this year? Yeah. Nick Chubb and Najee Harris. I had Najee Harris way too fucking high. I had Nick Chubb way too fucking low. I think at this current moment, Christian McCaffrey at five is exactly where he should be. And you know what? I had I did, you gonna, know I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Up. I did write off Saquon Barkley. I'll I think everybody that. did. I mean, it was kind of hard did. not. No, to. Nobody expected him to do what he's doing right now. Yeah, so I'm not, that's why I'm not writing off Swift. He's hurt. But DeAndre Swift never he had shouldn't a be year playing. Like that, he's been hurt. Every year he's been hurt. But that's the problem. Here it is. Yeah. That's the problem. Saquon Barkley had the Pro Bowl years before he got hurt. Because Dan Campbell doesn't know how to utilize him. He's in the game too much. Oh, God. But what do you mean he's in the game too much? He's a small dude, man. So is Tyreek Hill? Yeah, but he's not taking hits like you are on the line and shit. Listen to me. All right. I, I That's a different to. ball game. A wide receiver doing that. You want to? You want to know? You want to totally know what DeAndre different. Swift is? You want to know what he is? And I hate to break this to you because you it's going it, to it, shatter your gonna, little heart. It's he not. is Javid fucking it's best not shed, with a higher not, draft. You're wrong. Pick. So <laughs> doesn't yes. matter. Exactly. I disagree with you. So it's to not going to shatter point, my heart. To this point, what has he done? What's his resume? Uh, well. The first win. Listen to me. Lions. You took DeAndre Swift. You know who you could have had in front of him? Jonathan Taylor. Oh, wow. We could have took Jonathan Taylor. You want to talk about Swift. at least he had the Pro Bowl year before he got hurt. He had it all and then got hurt. Yeah. We're living off of spec with DeAndre Swift. Right. Absolute spec. But you're let's wrong. move on. No, Bruce, there's a difference between. No, you're wrong. It doesn't matter. That's my opinion. You're wrong. Let's move on. But what am I wrong about? 
You're, we haven't seen enough of him to Correct. make that so, decision. So do you know what speculation means? Yes, speculation you're writing, means you're, you're guessing. So when I say that you're living you're off of speculation, that's not wrong. There's nothing wrong about that. Because you and me both agree that we haven't seen him do shit, so you can't sit there. We have there. seen him do shit. He's he's had, leading, Stephen he Ridley had good games. Now he serves pizza at fucking Boston Common. <laughs> Christ. God, you just don't like people disagreeing with you. Don't no, you? because when you're, if you're gonna dis, this no, is the you thing. Have, you if you're gonna have disagree, to, you, have you gotta have some feasible stand fucking on. answer for it. The games this year that he's played in, he made an impact instantly. You're right. Guess instantly. what? Instantly, his six, his five carries for six yards this week was an instant impact. He shouldn't have been playing. Then why are they? Then it, but the, you don't understand That's why. coaching. Because he can't stay healthy. Maybe if you give him the time to heal. Plus, well, James, came in, but Jamison Williams, Jamison Williams is oh is yell, but he's not touching the fucking field. But he was cleared by fucking week six. He no, he's not been cleared he's not yet. Cleared. He's not cleared. He's still on IR. Guess what? They're blowing the season. Guess when? What? What week did DeAndre Swift go out last year? I don't even remember. All I know is he missed how many games? It was in the first month, six, and then he missed six games. games, and then he came back, and you didn't hear his name for the rest of the year. Okay, then he comes out this year. When did he get hurt? Week yeah, one. He had what? No, the first three games were week. really good. Yes. Week one or week three two. Games, three is when he and he hasn't played since. He missed four straight games. Okay, and when you have a viable he, he guy like Jamal Williams what, behind what him. The Washington game? Hold on. Let's see. I'm pulling up stat lines right now. Week one, 15 rushes, 144 yards, touchdown. Glorious fucking game. Beautiful game. Absolutely stunning performance. Week two. Five rushes, 56 fucking yards. Next, week three. Seven rushes, 31 yards. Next. So, he, so, so far this year, because so he rushing didn't. Rushing or receiving as well? Rushing. Okay, rushing. Are going to check receiving as well? Sure. I would love to, actually. No, he had Absolutely. a good receiving game We're getting that Washington game. Well, against Minnesota, he had three receptions for 15 yards. We'll go to Minnesota. Okay, let's see. Uh, he had two receptions for 31 yards against Washington. Yeah, it's a fa fabulous performance. Only target, I mean, two times. Yes, but guess what? You're missing the Christian point. Christian McCaffrey no, had one fucking good I'm game this year. He's had the only problem with the fucking Lions right now is the fact that they can't fucking score, and that comes back on the fucking fact that Jared got. Yes. Is not. But here's the, the issue. This is what I don't understand. This is what I don't understand. Can't identify. He's not athletic. He can't make calls on the field to change the fucking play. He. That's it. That's the end of the story. Until you fix that, then we can talk about everything else. Next fucking game. And he said, I get mad when somebody disagrees with you me. You were just fucking screaming Be at me. Because you're sitting here telling we're me. You're wasting 30 minutes off of something that I disagree with you on. No, you're you yes, see, but no, you've are. completely you've completely gone off the fucking off the boat here. You're sitting here talking about how DeAndre Swift's stock is so high, and we got to trust him, and we got to no, run with him. I said you just haven't. I think he's just a good player. I don't know what you're arguing right now. You're saying he's the problem. No, I'm saying you trade him and move the fuck on. He he can't stay healthy, and in then the game, you trade the whole fucking team. 
Because there's so many people right. on this fucking team that are hurt or don't produce. You might as well shop the whole fucking team. All right, the Cardinals and the Vikings. Uh, so this this game for us, uh, we you and uh, me and Bruce picked the uh, me and Bruce picked the Vikings. You picked Arizona in this game. Um, it, it, this one came kind of down to the wire as well. Uh, Kyler Murray actually looked very very good. Uh, in comparison to Kirk Cousins in this game. But realistically, Dalvin Cook busted it wide open. And you know what? DeAndre Hopkins gave every single thing he had to try and put the Cardinals over the top in this. Kyler Murray, 31 completions on 44 attempts, 326 yards, three tuds, two picks. He was sacked four times. He also ran for 36. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, so 12 receptions, 159 yards and a touchdown. Rondell Moore and Zach Ertz also found the end zone. As far as the Vikings go, Kirk Cousins, 24 for 36, 232 yards, two tuds, no picks, sacked three times. If that's not the most Kirk Cousins stat line I think I've ever read, then I, I don't know what is. But Dalvin, you know, Cook, they didn't go to Justin Jefferson till the near the end of that game, and that's when they blew that game wide open. Well, yeah, and I mean, uh, Justin Jefferson. I don't even think I think he had one catch by the half. Six receptions, 98 yards for Justin Jefferson. But Dalvin Cook was the difference maker in this game. 20 rushes, 111 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, the Jaguars, hold on. I want to wait till I see one more, um, till I see this is official. Okay. Uh, Minnesota ha has, in this win, in this win against Arizona, and Arizona played a good game. Yes. I mean, there's there's really no other way around it. But in this win, moving to six and one, I think they've established themselves as a serious contender now in the NFC. In the NFC. I mean, they're and I will say this: JJ Watt was reborn. He had two sacks in that game. You know what? I noticed that he was playing his ass off. He yeah. he looked he looked really really nice in that game. I think Chandler Jones is regretting that move to you know the Raiders. There's just so we have we have exactly 25 minutes until uh, the deadline comes through, and so there's just shit flying around. Supposedly the Chiefs are quote unquote selling the house to trade for the Jaguars, Josh Allen. I've been hearing that too, and I mean that would just be in that would be an absolute instant, instant Great. game changer for them. Um. Up next, I want to talk about this game because I'm pretty sure all three of us picked this one wrong as well. We did. We all picked the Jets to beat the Patriots. And shockingly uh. enough, the Patriots ended up besting the Jets 22-17 to at the Meadowlands. Mac Jones started and played the entire game. He was 24 for 35 for 194 yards, a touchdown to pick. He was sacked six times by that serious Jets front seven. Uh... Here's the story of the game right here. Ramondre Stevenson, 16 rushes, 71 yards. Story of the game is this. Zach Wilson, oh, wow. 20 of 41, 355, two touchdowns, three interceptions. And bad moments of that game. Well, do you want to know what and it cost him? Here's the difference maker, the 41 attempts. Because he did yeah. not have Brees Hall to hand the ball off to 25 Correct. times. He had Michael, Michael Carter, Carter, James had, Robinson, and a bunch of other fuckers for that 26 do yards. Yeah, so there's your difference maker right there. Robinson, I don't even know how many Robinson had. Robinson, five receptions, 17 yards. Or five carries? Five carries, 17 yards. Yeah. Sorry. 
Uh, that yeah, that was the difference maker. When when you trust Zach Wilson to throw the ball when he has to throw the ball, you're in trouble. Forty fucking times. Yeah, it's not really gonna go your way. That's yeah, that's pretty much it in a nutshell. We, we said this: what was gonna happen to them, and I think we got a glimpse of what's about to happen to them for the upcoming weeks as well. If they are unable to run the football, that that throws their whole offense out of whack. Yeah. Yes, it does. Uh, real quick here, I just saw a tweet that I got to bring up. Chase Claypool and DeAndre Hopkins were both traded for a second-round pick. It's kind of wild, isn't it? That is fucking wild. Oh, my God. Wow. Oof. Uh, moving on. The Steelers and the Eagles, this game went pretty much exactly how we expected it. We all picked the Eagles. Um... It was 35-13 route for the Battle of Pennsylvania. Uh, Jalen Hurts just keeps doing Jalen Hurts things. Uh, 19 for 28, 285 yards, four touchdowns thrown. Uh, and then he also had two rushes for 10 yards. A.J. Brown was an absolute man-child. A.J. Man Brown. A.J. Brown. Six receptions, 156 yards, and three touchdowns. My God. And, you know, he Ripping tweeted, it out of the air. He tweeted yesterday that uh, he got pulled for a random drug test. So, what? He got pulled for you know how they do the random drug test? Really? He got pulled for one yesterday. That's that's yeah. uh, that's something there. Dallas Goddard six for six for sixty four. Miles Fix Sanders the officiating first. Miles Sanders nine rushes for seventy eight yards. He ran in a tud as well. They didn't really need to run the ball. I mean, when it's no. going that good. No. When it's going that good, you really don't need to. They um, were seven of twelve from third down efficiency. Yeah, seven of twelve. That's that's the Steelers are one of twelve. Um, you know what? If if you if you can re if you are in fantasy and you can recoup anything for Najee Harris, do it now. <laughs> Just do it now because he's he's a non-entity. I told you that a long time ago. Oh God, you got all the answers, don't you, Bruce? Well, I do running backs. Um, yeah. It would uh, it would be a good idea to move on from him. Uh, Kenny Pickett, twenty five of thirty eight, one hundred ninety one yards, did not throw a tud, but did throw a pick, and he was sacked six times. the The Philly defense is going to do that to you. I mean, yeah, they 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 make everybody look the same. I I'm not going to blame him on that one at all. I, I will say he did a good job of spreading the ball around. Frymuth had four receptions. Claypool had four receptions. Deontay Johnson had five. Najee had six. Uh, Derek Watt had two in a touchdown. Like he's, yeah, spreading the ball around well. He targeted Pickens three times, didn't have a completion. That's just not gonna. That's, that's not, gonna, not cut. gonna cut the fucking mustard. Um, Tennessee versus Houston. Tennessee ended up besting them seventeen to ten in a game where we had no idea what to expect. I picked Tennessee. Uncle Sam picked Houston. Bruce picked Tennessee. Um. And this is going to be the stat line of the day. Malik Willis threw the ball 10 times, completed six passes for 50, uh, five, for 55 yards, a pick, and sacked three times. And they won. Hit a QBR <laughs> of 35. 55 and they won. yards. And they yep. won. Derrick Henry, 32 rushes for <clears throat> 219 yards, averaging 6.8 yards per carry and two touchdowns. And there you go. That's and about it. Guess what? Guess what? If Ryan Tannehill never came back and they just used Derrick Henry 35 times a game, guess what? They'll be in the playoffs. They'd probably be in the fucking playoffs. So 
Uh, I mean, get knocked out first round, but Robert Woods, two receptions, 26 yards. Other than that, there was no stat line. I mean, pretty much. Uh, As far as Houston goes, Davis Mills completed 17 passes for 152 yards, a pick, a sack, or a pick, a touchdown, and three sacks for a QBR of 69.9. Wasn't good. Damian Pierce, 15 rushes, 35 yards. And Brandon Cooks, who I'm just waiting to see him get traded here because they just they just need to trade him. Literally, I just refreshed my feed. NFL and CBS tweeted which team could use Brandon Cooks. Uh, he had four receptions for 73 yards. I really, 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 really hope he gets traded today. He needs to get out of there because Brandon Cooks is one of those guys who gets overlooked every year. He's good every year, and he's always been in a bad situation. Yeah, but you hear the good situations he's been in, he's been, he gets hurt. That is true. And all the big games I've seen this guy in, he's been hurt. Now talk a big game, Super Bowls. He's just unable to stay healthy. Yeah, yeah. And then there, there you go. You got a guy like this with his talent that everybody doubts for, that that wants him, and as soon as they get him, they get into a big game, and this guy gets hurt, and he's gone. And it really doesn't help anything. That's why he's still available out there. Yeah, I I, I would love to see him get traded here. Uh, well, we have about 15 minutes until the deadline. And it looks like everything kind of quieted down a bit. Okay. But we're going to keep going here. Um, next up, the Washington Commanders played the Colts. It was a one-point difference. Me and Uncle Sam both took Washington. Bruce took the Colts. And me and Uncle Sam picked correctly in this one-point battle. Um, Sam Ellinger, what did you think of him in his first game? I was impressed with him, actually. You I was were. impressed with him, man. He he moves around a pocket real nice. He's, he's uh, I think he needs time to build a rapport with guys. He doesn't have anything. Oh. He hasn't played. Did you bring your throat numbing spray? <coughs> no, why? I want to make sure you can do suck your full potential on Taylor Heineke here. So listen, go ahead. I, I love Taylor Heineke. And I'm going to tell you what. He was the man. Terry McLaurin is just resurrected with this guy. Tell me. Uh, tell me he's not resurrected with, with Heineke. I'll give you that much. Yes. I will give they you that. They have a rapport, those two. Uh, yes. He, so Taylor Heineke, 23 for 31, 270, 279 yards, a touchdown, a pick was sacked twice. He also ran for 29 yards and a touchdown. Um, Terry McLaurin, six receptions, 113 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Antonio Gibson, seven for seven, 58 yards and a touchdown. He's actually been reincarnated too since, right. uh, since Taylor Heineke has come out. And you know what? Curtis Samuel had 50 receiving yards and 30 rushing yards. This offense is clicking a lot better now that Carson Wentz is out. Hello. Yeah. They put up 362 yards of total offense. That's not bad. No. That's not bad. And they gave up on defense. They gave up 135 yards rushing to the goal. Yes, they did. And you know what? Sam Ellinger threw for 200 yards. He didn't throw a pick. He didn't throw a touchdown. QBR of 100. And a guy's first ever NFL start. Time of possession was actually almost equal, and I think that's why you had this tight, close-knit game. 
that was uh, pulled out by the Commanders. And they continue to win with Taylor Heineke, two in a row. Uh, I mean, if, say, Wentz comes back. I don't make the change. You don't, I don't make, make the, the change. change. I leave Heineke in until the wheels come off. Well, they play Minnesota this week, and then they play Philadelphia after okay. that. Well, so they play Minnesota ugly. this week. The wheels might be coming off sooner than we think. Well, and then they play Philly after that. And then that. they play Philly afterwards. So it could get ugly fast. Well, that's uh, a division game, so that, that could be interesting. Next up, we have the San Francisco 49ers playing Matt Stafford and the L.A. Rams. San Francisco won the game 31-14. to And in our picks, me and Uncle Sam picked Frisco. Bruce picked the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, here was here was the this is here's the difference here. You ready? McCaffrey, 18 rushes, 94 yards and a tud. Ayuk, six for six, six for six, 81 yards and a tud. McCaffrey also caught one. And guess what? McCaffrey also threw one. One completion on one attempt for 34 yards and a passing touch. Christian McCaffrey is the team. He's the Who's deal, the last the running back breaker. to do the triple crown? Ladanian Tomlinson. Yes, you're right. How'd you know that? I just, I know everything. Okay. And the fact that it was posted everywhere yesterday. What was? Two days ago. What was? That was the last uh, running back. To He's get the first back to do it since Tomlinson did it. Yeah, I think he did it in 2005, I want to say. Yeah. yeah. Uh, George Kittle, three receptions, 39 yards and a touchdown. Uh, just enough to keep him fantasy relevant, but that is about it. Uh well, they had 111 yards rushing as a team. You want to go on a pretty good, on a really good run defense? No, stop, stop. What? No, the Rams are the Rams are no longer a good run defense. They're no longer a good pass defense. They've never been able to run the ball, and Matt Stafford doesn't look good throwing the ball. And now Cooper comes. Okay, can I say something here? Sure. It's not serious injury. How big? How big was Vaughn Miller not re-signing with them? Massive. How big? Absolutely massive. I mean, if you if you that look at this year, not been defense, the same without the him. Offenses in shambles. They don't have an offensive line. They're 28th in points scored per game. They're 18th in points allowed per game. They're 28th in yards per game. They're 31st in rushing yards. They're 20th in sacks. They're fifth or they're 20th in interceptions. The defense isn't forcing any turnovers. The defense isn't getting to the quarterback. They're not stopping the run. They're not running the ball. They're not scoring points. Who right. the fuck is Ronnie Rivers? For the Rams? The Rams. Uh, well, he is their new running back. Okay. Uh, Ronnie Rivers, eight rushes for 21 yards. Uh, and in typical in typical Rams running back fashion, he led the team in rushing. <laughs> eight rushes, 21 yards. Uh, Matt Stafford is 22-33 for 187 yards, a touchdown, no picks, two sacks. Cooper At least Cuff, he didn't turn the ball over. At least he didn't. Yeah. God, I yeah. wonder... I wonder Let's see. Hold on. Has he thrown a game and had another game this year without a pick? Uh, he did not throw one September 25th against Arizona, but he also didn't throw a touchdown. So two games this year without a pick for Stafford. Uh, Cooper Cup, eight receptions, 79 yards, and a touchdown went out with an injury. It doesn't appear to be serious. He's considered day to day at the moment. Um, look Here's for Naheem Stafford. Hines to be traded before the four o'clock deadline. Just saying. What'd you say? Say that again. Look for Naheem Hines to be traded before the four o'clock deadline. We're twelve minutes away at the moment. Oh. Um, the Rams, all in all, it's shambles. I I hope they lose every game. Yeah, it's shambles. From here out. 
And you know what? I'll, I'll be honest with you. It's not looking too pretty for them. They're at Tampa Bay this weekend. Well, who knows? <laughs> okay. Yeah, they could beat Tampa. Okay. Uh, then they're against Arizona again, who they beat last time. At New Orleans, at Kansas City, against Seattle, against Vegas, against Green Bay. Oh, 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 rewind that. Tampa. Yeah. At, uh, Arizona. Okay. New Orleans. I don't like them to win that. Go ahead. Kansas City. Don't like them to win that. Seattle. Don't like them to win. Is it at Seattle? No, it's at home. Fuck. Okay. Vegas at home. I think they'll beat both of them guys. At Green Bay. In the past, I would say Green Bay, but I don't know yeah. now. Uh, at home against Denver. I don't like that. Uh, at the Chargers. Okay. Well, at home against the Chargers. Right. And then at Seattle to end the year. Yeah, and there'll be more Chargers fans than there will fuck. I because right. I, I got a feeling they could, they could get pumble fucked at that uh, the at Chiefs Seattle game. game. Oh, and Seattle at the end yeah. of the year. Uh, so that'll be interesting. And you know what? The way San Francisco's playing, this was without Debo Samuel too. Correct. This was thirty-one fourteen without Debo Samuel. And you know what? You know what's fucked up? If you look at the 49ers going forward, they play the, they're on a bye. Then they play the Chargers, Arizona, New Orleans, Miami, Tampa, Seattle, Washington, Vegas, Arizona. And realistically, I could see them maybe having getting into a shootout with Miami and maybe losing another shitty game, maybe against Seattle. I think San Francisco is going to win this division now pretty fucking handily. Yeah. Um but that's for that we'll we'll discuss well, Seattle's that. Seattle's right there show. too. Listen, but in the standings. Okay. This hey, is actually I, a good am game. Am I wrong there or no? No, you are right. You are right. I, I mean, they're in front of fucking uh they're they're in front of LA, no? They are in front of San Francisco by one game. Seattle's 5 and 3. Seattle's 5 and 3. What's San Francisco? 4 and 4. Four and four. Yeah. So who leads the division right now? Seattle. The Seattle scumbags. Yeah. And yep. that won't last because now we get to now I get to come full circle because okay. everybody thought I was crazy because I picked Seattle this week and I ranted and raved on the show on Friday that due to the fact that everything that was going on with the New York Giants just didn't make sense, right? There was nothing that logically made sense about it. This week would be the week they would be exposed, and they lost to the Seahawks 27-13. to 13. And I will tell you this much. Seattle goes at Arizona next week, at Tampa Bay in Munich. It's on their bye, and then they play Vegas Rams, Carolina, Frisco, Kansas City, Jets, Rams. Okay. Before we see them play at the Rams on December 4th, so this next month, November, Okay. They will have fallen out of first, and they will have lost three of their last four. Oh, wow. Just going to put that on the record now. Because, again, these things are not – it doesn't make sense. It does just doesn't make sense. Like, new, everything I said about the Giants finally came to fruition this week. Finally. We I mean, I finally the saw the Seahawks it. are not what we expected. Well, I agree. But, I mean, nobody expected the, the Giants to be 5-1. and one. True. And – all of a sudden now, this is, again, it's two good teams. I mean, you had one team come around top. That's what happens. Yeah. It's, somebody always wins. Um, Daniel Jones was 17 for 31, 176 yards, no touchdowns, no picks, five sacks, QBR of 70. 
Saquon Barkley, 20 rushes for 53 yards and a touchdown. Darius Slayton led the lead, the team in receiving five receptions, 66 yards. Uh, I don't even know who this other guy is, Tanner Hudson. I mean, the Giants just use they just pull a bunch of guys every week. You don't even know who the fuck. Yo, isn't that nice? Never Lying. once as a Lions fan have I had the 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 feeling of being comfortable. Oh, we we lost a game. All right, all right, that's fine. Next week. Next yeah. Week. No. No. Well, I mean, now it doesn't really matter. That's the whole thing. Yeah. If they just keep losing now, it's just it's honestly honestly at this point. Hopefully, it's they just do. like the Giants every year, six and two. You lose one game. All right. So what? Uh, on the other side, Geno Smith, he was 23 for 34, 212 yards, two touchdowns, no picks, sacked three times. Kenneth Walker, 18 rushes for 51 yards and a touchdown. Tyler Lockett, and did you see the drop? I felt so bad for so him. So did I. It bounced right off his face. Totally mask. redeemed himself. Uh, yeah, and he did come back to redeem himself. He was eight or five for eight for 63 yards and a touchdown Metcalf six receptions 55 yards and a touchdown um Metcalf was hurt yeah and he was playing with an injury uh I, this is again yes the the Giants are six and two now but I just I just don't see it I don't see it it just ain't going to last, man. It's not going to last. It's just not sustainable. And I, I feel the same way about the Seahawks. Yes, Seahawks won this week, and they beat a 6-1 and one Giants team to go to 5-3, and three, and they're first in their division, but it ain't. It's just not going to last. It's, it just can't. It can't. It just Wrap your head around the Seattle Seahawks, who we all thought were going to finish 32 out of 32, and you said they might not even win a fucking game. I I, we all I, I don't even know what to say at this point. We all said it. I don't even know what to say at this I point. I mean, what do, what do you even they make draft, of that? They drafted smart. I, I mean, I, I don't know what to say. But did they? Did yeah. they draft smart? Yes, or did they, they get lucky? Possible. Did they get lucky so far? Um, I what just do you saw. Think? I, I think yes. I think they have gotten lucky so far. I think I Geno do. Smith has played out of his mind. I think they've avoided uh, major, major, major injury outside of Rashad Penny, which was actually a blessing in disguise because then you got full utilization of Kenneth Walker. You right. threw him into the shark-infested waters, and he performed. And they did draft well in that respect. Um, all the guys that they got in the Russell Wilson trade panned out. It was just a perfect storm. But at the end of the day, talent is what separates you going down the stretch, right? Correct. Once Now we're halfway through the year. Today, officially, we are halfway through the year. And now, lucky teams start to fall off, and talented teams start to step up. That's why, ultimately, I think San Francisco going forward is going to have a pretty easy way of it. And I think teams like the Giants in Seattle, you'll start to see the pieces they need to add going into next year to separate themselves from lucky to talented. Okay. Comprende? They are what the Detroit Lions should have been. Who? The Seahawks. Well, yes, yes, except Kenneth Walker staying on the field and Kenneth Walker's getting huge amounts of production and Tyler Lockett is probably the most re reliable receiver in the league who's never been injured. And DK Metcalf is 
a watered-down version of fuck Mike Evans at the moment because he's hurt. I mean, the the Seahawks have weapons offensively, and the difference between the Seahawks and the Lions is the Seahawks' defense isn't awful, right? It's right. it's actually oh, yeah. pretty well-rounded, you know? They they have some talent. They picked up talent in the in the trade for Russell Wilson as well. Uh, I saw uh, Shelby Harris had a monster fucking sack at a, at a at a key moment this week. You know, a yeah. guy who never really got got he kind of got overlooked in Denver because they had so much other they had so much other ammo on that defense. But you know, he he can make an impact now in Seattle. Uh Real, we have five or three minutes now until the trade deadline, and Packers fans are about to absolutely fucking riot. Okay. Uh, the Colts just traded Naheem Hines to the Buffalo Bills. Wow. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> Buffalo adds another back to the core there. Um, Naheem Hines, a guy who probably has more speed, straight line speed than anybody else there. Oh, I think Singletary's pretty fast too. Yeah, I, I, Naheem Hines, I think, has got a Zach little. Zach Moss isn't fast. Zach Moss is more of a power guy. Uh, I think Naheem Hines is a nice, a nice add there. Um, the Rams offered the Panthers two first-round picks for pass rusher Brian Burns, and they were turned down. Oh wow! So two first-round picks. Two first-round picks. I didn't even wow. know the Rams had two first-round picks to spare. From when? 2032. We have picks this year. Yeah, 20 fucking 57. Who knows? Um, so, yeah. Here we go. Two minutes till the deadline, and the Buffalo Bills have acquired Naheem Hines. That's a nice little ad for them. And let's talk about the Bills, because they beat the Packers 27 to 17. Um, we all kind of thought this game would be more of a blowout than it was. We it all was picked Buffalo. It was going to be. That those first couple few plays, I thought Josh Allen was gonna pull out his sack and just drag it across the field. Well, yeah, it, it was twenty four to seven at the half, okay, and then we for the first time this year, I think we all saw something that we were starting to give up hope on, and that was Aaron Rodgers coming out, rallying the team, and actually being effective. He was fucking pissed. In the beginning, he looked absolutely game. sober to me. <laughs> <laughs> Did he? Maybe that's or why. he was just actually that high. No, he was sober. Yeah, uh, he was sober. My man was losing his fucking he mind. Was losing his you know what it was? Mind. Sometimes it takes that. Yeah. Don't you remember Brady losing his mind? Yeah. I think fucking he you know, go on to retire. To I didn't get divorced to fucking come here and do this. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's maybe uh, maybe that's Aaron Rodgers. I didn't leave my peyote for this. Yeah, I didn't leave. I didn't the, leave my peyote in a I didn't leave the Amazon this. rainforest yeah. fucking high as shit Asshole. to come do this. Um, so Aaron Rodgers finally stepped it up in the second half. And you know what? I'll give it to him. He looked good, but realistically, and going forward, the, the Packers should adopt this philosophy. I cannot believe that this team rushed for over 200 yards against the Buffalo Bills. Period. I cannot believe it. And Aaron Jones, 20 rushes, 143 yards. A.J. Dillon, 10 rushes, 54 yards. Aaron Rodgers, 19 to 30, 203 yards, two tuds, a pick, two sacks. Realistically, if they were playing anybody but Buffalo, they would have won the game. Yes. Oh, if Buffalo down. wouldn't have came out and put up fucking 
What was it in the first? What was it? They put up 24 in the first half. If Buffalo wouldn't have gotten off to the track meet that they did, the this would have been a game. Yeah. This would have been a game. I, I loved what the Packers did running the ball. And Christian Watson went down injured in this game. Uh, Dobbs had a fabulous touchdown catch. Absolutely stellar touchdown catch. Uh, and it's officially 4 o'clock. Aaron Jones just has to shaft me when I don't play him. Aaron Jones. He just man, shafted He looked shit fucking... He, he looked like a boy amongst men this week. Against the Buffalo defense. Yes. That's the thing. You want to know what? Green Bay plays Detroit this week. Get ready. Start Aaron Jones. Um, as far you as should, but Miami really didn't have that much of a run game. Miami didn't because Miami doesn't have a run game. They they really didn't need to. Yeah, and that's the thing. When you got a if you're Miami receiver goal for 200 yards, that's you don't true. need to run the football. Um, you don't spy Tua. Yeah, and you, yeah, you don't leave a fucking spy. Listen, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you, dude. I think even if they would have spied him, the, the ball was getting out too fast for them, dude. They, they, without jamming these guys at the line, there was no way they were going to slow them. You down. know who I really just don't like at this point? What's that? Alex Anzalone. Oh no shit! What the um, fuck, dude? Hold on. Let's talk about the Bills real quick here. Talking about high school Anzalone, dude. Just saying. Let's talk about. Let's talk about the Bills. Let's talk about the Bills. Uh, Josh Allen, thirteen for twenty-five, two hundred eighteen yards, two touchdowns, two picks, two sacks. I will be honest. That is Josh Allen's worst game of the year. He only threw for two hundred eighteen yards. He threw two picks. He was sacked twice. Very, very un-Josh Allen-like game. Stephon Diggs, six receptions, one hundred eight yards, and a touchdown. Um. Other than that, Gabe Davis only had two catches. James Cook only had one catch. If realistically, <laughs> they were always in a good position to score, and Josh Allen didn't need to do much to win this game. So um, I will say that much. This one kind of felt like it was right there within grasp, and it kind of got away from them, from Green Bay and Buffalo ultimately. just Buffalo just keeps doing Buffalo things. Um, and should we talk about Monday night real quick? Cause I don't think any of us expected that. Listen, well, I, you guys, I, both, I don't think anybody, you guys both that. picked the Browns. I picked Cincinnati with my lock of the week. I think we're getting close. I to, thought the Browns would cover. I didn't think they were going to win. I just thought they were going to cover. No, you, you, told, you picked the Browns to win. I did. Correct. Yeah. Well, um, I picked Nick Chubb to win. Yeah. And, uh, when he did miles Garrett, when he did, Nick Chubb, 23 rushes, 101 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, he also caught the ball once for three yards. Jacoby Brissett, 17 for 22, 278 yards, a touchdown, no picks, and two sacks. Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper, five for 131 in a tud. Donovan Peoples-Jones, four for 81. I think he was the surprise of the game. DPJ. Jones. Yeah, yeah, that was a nice performance for him. Kareem Hunt, 11 for 42. As far as the Bengals go, uh, let's be real. I, I don't know what to even say. They've looked good the past three weeks, and now it just it all fell apart in one day for them. They yeah. Are what they are. Well, you know what it is? There's the difference when you don't have Jamar Chase on the field. What's there, that? There's the difference when you don't have Jamar Chase on the field. Oh, absolutely. That's it. Burrow was sacked five times. I, now now you ball. see how much they rely on him. What are you going to do about Joe Mixon? I don't know. Eight rushes, 27 yards. They didn't, get, they didn't get in the ball. The offensive line is just still not good enough to support a, a good run game. I, I truly think that. I'll give them the ball. That. What are you going to do? Yeah. 
they truly had no uh, business being in the Super Bowl last year. T. Higgins, three receptions, 49 yards and a touchdown. Hayden Hurst, four receptions, 42 yards. Tyler Boyd, three for 38 and a tud. He spread the ball around well, but at the end of the day, it just they just didn't have any gas last night on Halloween. And uh, it was just, that was a shit show of the week. And I don't know if any of us really expected that to go that way. Um, I, I didn't. No. I did not. I did not. Uh, but that's definitely something to watch because Cincinnati's fallen out of, I don't know. I mean, there's 500, but I mean, I, I can't really see Cincinnati at this current yeah, point. Yeah, but they're the losing games that are divisional games, and that's going to just destroy them. Yeah, I, I think they're 0-2 in the division, if I'm not mistaken. I want to say you're right. Yeah, they lost to Baltimore. That division, they lost to Baltimore. Are they 0-3? Uh, in division? In division, they're 0-3. Yeah, own three. They they lost to which Pittsburgh? No. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. So I I don't know. They've lost all. It might three be all, it might be over for them. They got the Panthers. If they can't split. They lose another game in division. They're done. They got the Panthers. Uh, Steelers again. So let's talk about the trade deadline Jeez. real quick before we finish out well, the William day. William Jackson was traded. Um. Yeah, I missed that one. The the corner. <laughs> William Jackson was traded. Uh, for, from the Commanders to uh, Pittsburgh. Yes. So that's something they need to bolster up their secondary. They know that. Bad, yeah. Bad. They need it bad. So I was just kind of surprised that the Commanders would give up uh, a secondary talent right now because uh, they, looked, they looked average at best against Indy here. Uh, we just got one more. Oh, so uh, Zach Moss was included in the Colts. Trade for Naheem Hyde. Oh, so that's interesting. Zach Moss and a sixth that can be turned into a fifth go to the Colts for Naheem Hines. So you got Zach Moss running the ball with uh, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. So that's kind of interesting because they're both kind of the same guy. Well, I think Zach Moss might even be a little bit more smash mouth than. And Jonathan Taylor? Well, he doesn't have nearly as much speed as Jonathan Taylor. No. Yes, but I'm saying... Not many guys do. He might be more of a pure power rusher than Jonathan Taylor. Well, I know he's played that third down role in Buffalo, too. So he's going to take over that Naheem Hines role there in in Indy. You know what? This could be better for him. At least he's able to see the field a little more. Because Singletary gets all the... Touches over there in Buffalo, so uh, so and plus they got that other uh, the kid Cook, Delvin Cook's younger brother James, James Cook. Cook. Um, and I think they want to integrate him more into the game too. Some things that we now know: uh, Brendan Cooks will not be traded. Actually, he just tweeted, "Don't take a man's kindness for granted." Covered the lies for too long; those days are done. They crossed the line with playing with my career. So. Obviously, he don't want to be in Houston anymore. Well, he asked for a trade, and it he wasn't granted. Correct. And they told him no. Yeah, no. Um, okay. Brendan Cook stays put. What are you going to do? Uh, the other guy staying put, it looks like Kareem Hunt will, which honestly. I'm shocked. Personally to me, that's the most shocking one of the day. Right. Um. Just trying to make sure I did not miss anything here. Uh, Taylor Decker. I think Calvin Ridley was the most surprising one of the day for me. What we? No, I don't think anybody's expecting to hear that name. Um, a lot of teams could use offensive line. 
Tampa. Would, shit. Uh, go down the list. Would have been perfect. Would have been, it would have been nice to try to deal perfect. this guy. Maybe they weren't offering you, anything back for him. You got Sewell on the other side. No, you push Sewell to the left side. Yeah. Plug in, uh, yeah. what's his name? The guy that's there, Kramer, whatever his name is. Put him at right tackle and call it a day. Yeah. Yeah. Give him a chance to play. Yeah. Uh, you know what? For me personally, I think my biggest disappointment of the day is that I didn't hear Tampa do anything. Uh, because realistically, I think they're pretty well content with where they're at. <sighs> they kind of know where they're at. Um, well, if they don't know that I'm, they need offensive line help, then. Unless, well, I, I mean, there's a lot of teams out there that need all. It's not only them. No, everybody does. I know. I mean, Cincinnati. I mean, Cincinnati on. desperately needs some offensive line help. Uh, and the you Raiders, know what else I'll Rams. say? Rams. You know what else I'll say? I'm surprised we have not gotten any concrete details on an Odell Beckham signing yet because it was expected you know that what, he you was know what going I think to. Rams the Beckham thing is it. funny because it won't be a fucking trade. It's going to be him signing with somebody. Correct. So I, I think he just doesn't want his fire to go away here. You're going to wait till after today and then sign somewhere either tomorrow or toward the end of the week here. True. Yes. True. Um, everybody that I saw earlier, it yeah. was expected that he was going to sign somewhere t before the trade deadline. Well. But I'm sure it's already yeah. worked out. And like you said, it's yeah. just, it'll be reported here at some point. Um. Other than that, it looks like we're at 410 now. It looks like, for the most part, that's going to be it. 430 or 4 o'clock? 4 o'clock. Okay. 3.59 p.m. Okay. So it is passed, and everything that has been reported thus far Now, that's the stuff that's been, been reported. On. Could some, something have been done and not been reported yet? Well, so I'm pretty sure there's a couple more hours of, like, where if guys get put on waivers, they could still be Correct. traded and shit like that. So uh, we are obviously recording our Fantasy Frenzy episode tomorrow, which will be out on Thursday. So if any of that happens, we're gonna we're gonna do a little bit more talks in that. Sounds uh, good. And in tomorrow's Fantasy Frenzy, we will update you guys on what some of these trades mean and the impact that some of these guys who moved around today could have on their new teams. Uh, but until then. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Tip Balls podcast. Make sure if you are not yet, you are following us on Instagram and Twitter at Tip Balls, TikTok at Tip Balls Podcast. If you are listening to us on Spotify and Apple Music, make sure to check us out on YouTube and subscribe. Thank you guys so much hey, for listening. What's in that thermos? Water. Anyway, I'm healthy. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Fantasy Frenzy will be back on Thursday. Going to the gym, so. Am I perfect?